We live in a country where gender-based violence is a huge problem. Very often, women live in fear and battle to escape from an, an abusive relationship, or maybe elsewhere as well. It may be problematic, a problematic relationship at work, maybe dominance in a group of friends. Either way, women need to be fearless. And Miss Universe, Zozibini Tunzi, has partnered with First for Women to encourage the women of our country this Women's Month and beyond to be fearless, an important message both during Women's Month and beyond. Miss Universe, Zazie Bini Tunzi, joins us now live on 702. Hi and welcome. Hello, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Welcome to 702. It's quite fortunate for me to chat to Miss Universe. Lovely to have you on. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so before we climb into the issue of fearless women, what has Zazie Bini been up to and where do we find you now? I am in New York, Manhattan. I have been here for the past, well, since the pandemic started rolling out. I think my last trip was to Indonesia and I came back in March, just when lockdown was starting to happen in most countries. So I had to get back quickly and I was locked down since then. So I've been working from home virtually like everyone else, which is quite interesting for a Miss Universe who is, you know, used to traveling being there in person are you feeling quite frustrated because you like you say we're supposed to be out there and doing things and you locked up of course of course it is frustrating i would be lying to say i'm not but i'll say at first when you know the pandemic started happening and things were closing down um it wasn't the first thing that i thought about you know the first thing i thought about was my family health and you know people were dying and it was just like panic 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 (laughs) um and i wasn't thinking about my job and what it meant for me until you know people started pointing it out and asking you know how do you feel that you can't travel anymore because of your job and i think I started thinking about it then um, and it was frustrating at first still is but yeah. I'm somebody who's very flexible you know I'm able to adapt to new ways of doing things and I think you know the world has gone virtual now and so it was easy for me to adapt and do that as well right all right why join forces with the first for women tell us more I think everybody knows by now that I am such a a passionate advocate for women, gender equality, everything that has to do with women. You know, I think we are absolutely incredible and um, I can't wait until we can finally, you know, get to a world where, you know, genders are all equal and in in an equal place and to a world where women can be more safer than they are now. You know, I always say that women are an endangered species because that's how I feel like it is. And so this partnership for me made so much sense because First for Women is all about women. You know, it's all about the empowerment of women, the protection of women, the encouragement of women, and just, you know, the belief in, in, in the power that women, you know, have within them to be great. And so that's how the partnership came about. And to me, just made so much sense mm. because who they are and what they stand for, you know, is, is things that I stand for as well. We have the scourge in our country, GBV, gender-based violence. You compiled some top tips for conquering fear, becoming fearless, becoming courageous. Take us through some of them. Yeah, you know, 
it's I was actually having a conversation with someone earlier and I was saying it's so unfortunate how you know it's great to have the fear but um, to be fearless but um, it would be so much great if you know uh, women felt so much safer and didn't feel like they had to be those people who have to be strong all the time but my tips for being fearless that I always speak about is one, you know, recognizing the power that we have within us. I think that is something that we like to run away from as women. We're so scared to step into our power because the society that we grow up in, the world that we mm. grow up in is, is not one that's very, you know, accepting of women who are powerful and accepting of that power. And so my first tip would be to accept all of it 100% and, and not be scared to be that woman, um, not to be scared of your arrogance, because that's what they <laughs> yeah. call it when women do it. Now, when women do it, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're so arrogant. But arrogance looks so wonderful in men. So my second thing would be for women yeah. to not be afraid, to be arrogant and to be called those names. Um, and I think my third one, my favorite one that everybody knows by now is taking up space. That's another way to be fearless. Um, and by taking up space, I really mean, you know, recognizing your right to exist in spaces and your right to be um, and to know that you are not where you are by mistake or by chance. You didn't use a back door. You are there because you deserve to be there because you worked hard to be there. And so that's how we can continue, you know, pushing, being fearless. Mm. Arrogance versus confidence. I'm so glad you actually brought that up because you're quite right. If a guy does it, oh, he's very confident. If a woman does it, she's arrogant. How do you, how do you actually get around that? Um, you know what? I think we just need to get to a point where we don't care anymore what people, you know, think about yeah. us and our confidence. Because it starts with, you know, being scared so much of what the outside world is going to say about us when we finally step into our power and are seen as arrogant. Then maybe arrogance is not a bad thing. Then we should just be that and, and not care, um, you know, what what people say about it as long as it is propelling us and moving us forward into a world where women can be more seen and more heard, as long as it brings us to a space where, you know, I can bring other women on board with me to be arrogant together. So <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, like I think that's how it works. It's just for us to, to stop caring about labels yeah. anymore. Here's a difficult question, SMS here, Ray. With lockdown, we find that women are trapped with abusers. How would you encourage them to step out to end this? And I think that's a very important SMS because a lot of people are trapped in these abusive relationships. What advice do you have? Um, there's so, you know, there's so many ways to that. I know that there's a lot of countries, there's some countries where if you are in an abusive relationship, it's not the woman who leaves the house. It's actually the man who is a co is causing the abuse. So if we could adapt that in South Africa, I think that would be incredible, you know, because we have so many women shelters where women can, you know, run to when they are in abusive relationships. How about, you know, have the men leave the house because you are obviously the problem. Mm -hmm. um, and the second way, to do that, um, you know, protecting women in their homes is sometimes women don't leave hurtful and toxic relationships because they are maybe 
financially dependent on the men. And so I think we need to have so many more ways where we can have economic dependence for women, where, you know, they can be educated better, where they can get more opportunities at work, where we can hire more women, you know, small things, not actually small things. It's this big Mm -hmm. things that can help towards this, because then if more women have jobs, if more women are getting paid, they are more, you know, stable. Uh, but at the same time, still throwing it to men to just stop being abusive. Let's, Because now yeah. I feel like we keep coming with solutions of how women can protect themselves instead of actually, you know, confronting the perpetrators. Maybe as well, Zosibini, women getting together, standing up together. Earlier on this week, I interviewed the Black Duck movement. Now, this is a, a movement to have got together to say enough is enough. And maybe it's better in numbers because if women stand up in numbers, enough will be enough. Um, yes, you know, I agree. Women have been standing up together and, and fighting. But then again, I still want to throw it back to everyone. You know, it is all our responsibility and all our duties to fight against gender inequality, to fight gender-based violence as a unit, um, as a society, and as a world. Uh, but yes, I absolutely agree. Uh, more power to you know those women. Uh, more power to organizations, you know, like First for Women, who are bringing these women together, who are fighting on the right side of of gender-based violence. Tell us more about your campaign with First for Women. We've kind of gone through your your topics that you are doing, but where does the campaign now go? Yeah, I mean, again, I'm so happy to be a part of it and I'm so happy to see how much more it will evolve and and build, um, you know, into encouraging women to be fearless. I think that's just the biggest message that, you know, we are trying to to drive. Um, And for women to have a safer space, you know, in, in the world. That's what this campaign is about. It's about putting women first, you know, for women, by women. And I'm hoping that it's something that we can drive not just through August or, you know, 2020, but throughout, you know, the, the rest of our lives. And I hope that it's a message that we take throughout with us. And I've been seeing, um, you know, a lot of people speaking about the Fearless campaign, um, you know, speaking about the courage that it's been giving them to, you know, speak out, to step out and just to be empowered and to empower other women as well. And yeah. so we're going to take it far with this campaign and I, and I can't wait to see it unravel and I can't wait for, you know, many more women to be inspired by it. The SMS here, Ray, please ask Zosie Bini about women in the boardroom. And I, I actually like that SMS because we are still having these surveys that come and show that the percentage is 70, 30 in favor of male representation on corporate boards. What can women do to change this? How can we change this whole narrative? How ridiculous is that? 30% yeah. to 70%. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mind-blowing. Um I think women are trying and they are doing enough. Um, Maybe it's the organizations that need to start looking at their policies and the way that they're structured in, are they putting enough space for women? Are they bringing enough women to the table? But also I think as a woman who works in an organization, how does it look like in there? Are you the only woman who's at the table in your circle? Are you the only woman who's making it? If you are, you know, reevaluate that. Yeah. How are you bringing 
women into the conversation? How are you bringing other women to be up where you are? I think, you know, society has been built in such a way that women see each other as competitors and never people who can work together. And it's just because of the way things have been set up. You know, you go to an interview, you go to an audition. If you see one other woman there, it's either you or her. It's never both of you. Mm-hmm. And why can't it be both of you? Is is the questions that I'm asking. You know, there's so much space at the table to open up, to have more women come in. And so if women recognize, you know, their power of, of unity, I think that would be absolutely incredible as well. Yeah. Final question. What has the future have in store for Miss Universe uh, Zozibini Tunzi? What are you going to be doing over the next couple of months? What are your plans? Um, Well, continuing with my Universe United campaign, for sure, and um, continuing with conversations like this, having... uh, partnering with uh, sponsorships and and companies like First for Women. So that's what I'm going to be doing for, you know, the rest of my reign and hopefully after, you know, what I usually tell people is just because you're Miss Universe, it doesn't mean you've just picked up these things that you're passionate about Mm. out of nowhere. Things that I was before, I just had this platform to be able to do them now. So even after uh, after I hand over, my crown to the next person. I'm still going to continue being the person that I am championing for the things that I'm championing for. And yeah. so that's what I'm going to be doing. Sounds great. Miss Universe, Zozibini Tunzi. Your country is proud of you and it's been great to have you on 702. Thank you.